Shalom, Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely, United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplin, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're so happy to be in your presence today with the Word of God. And we don't take this lightly, but we thank Him for giving us a chance at life. And as we prepare our hearts and our mind headed to the Easter season, as we remember what Jesus did on the cross of Calvary and how he made another day and a roadway back home to the Father through his life. And we just want to say thank you. So there is a word for us today coming out of Hebrews, the ninth chapter, starting with the 27th verse that can help us today even into eternity. And in that 27th verse, it says, And it is as appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. So Christ has once offered to bear the sins of many. And unto these who look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. In other words, the Bible tells us that Jesus Christ paid the ultimate sacrifice and died for our sins that we could have a right to the tree of life and have life more abundantly. And because he's done this, we have a second chance at life. And when he comes back, he's coming back for a church without spot nor blemish. He's coming back for the ones that truly love him. He's coming back for those who walk in faith and trust in salvation. And today I just want to lift up what salvation is all about. Salvation is something that we need in our lives. It reminds us that we once were headed to a bad destination. We all needed salvation. We all still do need salvation, but for those who don't know Jesus Christ. And God has made a way for us that we were lost, confused, in bondage, didn't know how to serve an almighty God. But God made a way for us to get closer to him and to learn about him and to know about him and to be able to experience him in our life. In the Old Testament, the Bible tells us that God told Moses, I want you to write the first five books of the Bible. And when you read the book of Leviticus and you see what it means to serve God, how to serve him, how to consecrate yourself to get closer to him, how to please him in worship and spirit and in truth. Before the books of Moses and before the Bible, we did not know how to serve God. We did not know how to worship God. We didn't know how to separate ourselves, to cleanse ourselves from a hellish lifestyle to receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. But to God be the glory, God taught us. That's why he told Moses, 
tell every generation after this, from generation to generation, what I've told you and the children of Israel. So when grandmother was praying for you and when mama was praying for you, when they were taking you to church and um, reading the Bible in front of you and praying, it taught you how to have a relationship with your Father in heaven. God wants you to know how do you get closer to him? How do you call on his holy name? How do you show your life as though you know him? He says, by your love, they shall know you are my child. Love for one another. That's what salvation is all about. Salvation is not just over an eternity, but salvation starts the day you give your life to Christ. God wants you to be an overcomer. He wants you to be blessed. He wants you to have everything your heart's desire to be used for his kingdom and for the advancement of his glory, to draw people into the kingdom of God, to let your light shine that all the world can see, that they can come running saying, what must I do to be saved? What will it take? In order to know, you have to get into the word of God. That's the kind of God we serve. He didn't leave us by ourselves, but he brought us to a place where we can grow in relationship with him. That's why you in the uh, the field that you're in, because God wants you to spend time right where you are, growing in him. The Bible says that there are five things, the F's of salvation, what I call the F's of salvation. The first one is the facts. Before you can bring yourself to anything, you first have to recognize the facts. Um, the facts are that you're a sinner and you need salvation. You need something to bring you back into relationship with your father in heaven. Your earthly father is just temporary, but your heavenly father is eternal. And if you don't know him and have a relationship with him, you shall be out of his presence forever one day. That's all hell is. Absent from the glory of God forever. There'll be no joy. There'll be no peace. There'll be no love. Absent from seeing the face on the holy mountain of Zion in heaven. Where you see the backside of God for all eternity. The Bible tells us that God created the heavens and the earth. And he made Adam and put Adam in the Garden of Eden. And out of Adam's side, his rib, he created woman. And they were married in relationship with each other. One was the protector of the other one. The man being the head of the household. And God would come down in the cool of the day and fellowship with them. And they were in charge and had dominion over the world. God's creation. But sin came into the picture. The same way Jesus, the Bible calls Jesus the second Adam. The same way Jesus brought the church from his side after he was pierced in the side on the cross 
blood and water came coming out, the Bible said, water to wash us and blood to redeem us. And every time we take the Lord's Supper, like we should do in remembrance of him, the Bible says that God doesn't see our sins and see us. He sees his son, Jesus Christ. So we are in Christ the same way Eve was in Adam and came forth. We are now in Christ, forgiven of our sins. He's our husbandry, the Bible says. And we, the church, are his bride, and we should be without spot nor blemish. And he's our covering. He is the head of the church, the same way Adam was the head of the Garden of Eden. And one day, we shall be in a place of Eden with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the church shall be there in the vast and the glory, live in the mountains and live in the, the, the mansion that he has created for us like a good husband does. Jesus is the second Adam. Because that first Adam messed up, sin came into the world. And you have to recognize that fact that you were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. So whatever you've done in your past, it doesn't disqualify you from loving God. Get over your issue. And don't let man convict you over your uh, sins that you have been forgiven of in the name of Jesus. You have a right to the tree of life. You have a right to the blessings of God. You have a right to salvation. And God is not going to withhold anything from you in your life if you only believe by faith. So the first F of salvation is facts that you need a deliverer. The second one is faith. Uh, you have to have faith to believe that Jesus Christ is the answer for your sinful sickness. Uh, faith, uh, Ephesians 2 and 8 and verse number 9 tells us, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved, Acts 16 and 31. Romans 4 and 5, by believing the justifier, the sinner's faith is counted for righteousness. This is good news. The word believed is a hundred times in the Gospels. So it's the believer that shall be saved. Are you a believer today? If you're a believer, then you have faith on the inside. Not only should you have the facts right and have faith in Jesus Christ, to answer the dilemma that you have in your facts that you need salvation. But then fruit should come forth. In Ephesians 2 and 10 and John 15 and 8, we are the workmanship of God, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God have before ordained that we should walk in them. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye may bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. A Christian is a fruit-bearing branch, abiding in the vine of Christ. The believer should bring forth fruit. If Jesus is your vine and you're drafted into him, connected to him, then your tree should blossom and your leaves should come forth and bring fruit of the Spirit. Oh, Galatians 5 and 21 tells us that uh, we should have faith, virtue, patience, self-control, goodness, brotherly kindness, and love. 
A Christian shouldn't be impatient. A Christian shouldn't be full of hatred. A Christian should be in control of his life, his tongue, his actions, his desires. We should be able to overcome ourselves and show forth our faith in Jesus Christ. Not only should we have the fruit of salvation, but we should have the feeling of salvation. In Romans 5, 15 and 13, and 14 and 17, Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. The kingdom of God is righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Salvation is not by feeling alone, but is by faith, but by behavior, but by belief. Filled with joy and peace is a good feeling. When you know Jesus, you should have a peace on the inside that you're overcomer. And when you see things on TV and you see people needing help, something on the inside should be stirred up to reach out and help. You should mourn for those who mourn and have compassion for those who are hurting. That's a sign that salvation is working on your inside. The last F of salvation is the future. In Ephesians 2 and 7 and Corinthians 15 and 51, those who have died will be raised and we will all be alive and be alive forever. Oh, we have salvation that our, health, we, our bodies will be like Christ one day, glorified by the and appear unto him in the glory of God. We shall take off corruption and put on incorruption and be changed forever. Those are the ifs of salvation. Where do you stand today? Well, I'm going to say a prayer to you right now. If you believe by faith, I want you to say this prayer along with me. Heavenly Father, I believe. Forgive me of my sins. I repent of everything I did, knowing and unknowing, that wasn't right with you. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Wash me, cleanse me, create in me a clean heart, and renew a right spirit within me. I love you, Lord God. Let me be part of the holy family of God to live forever. In Jesus' name I pray, amen, amen, and amen. Go get in the good Bible teaching church. Get on social media. Study the word of God. Listen to somebody reading the word of God if you're busy in your busy schedule. God loves you, and he wants the best for you. Keep watching us on www.neelyumc.org on Facebook and YouTube under Neely Church Ministries. We love you. Stay encouraged. Be blessed and trust in the Lord. And keep a smile on your face for that smile may be blessing you somebody along the way. Be blessed.